0: Well, what you see now on our order form, those are the things that truly have worked well for us through the years. Everybody loves fruit. Everybody loves peanuts and pecans, a lot of good snack food, a lot of good pecan products for using for cooking, so that's kind of what's worked well for us through the years. It's not a wide variety of different Louisiana-grown products that are being sold in a program, but this is what has continued to work well for us uh, to the present day.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome to the Louisiana Farm Bureau podcast. I'm your host, Carl Wiggers, and joining me today are Wendell Miley and Matt Sergo. They wear many hats at the Louisiana Farm Bureau, but one of their main ones that most people know is the holiday shop and tis the season. So today on the podcast, we're talking with them about all the things that have changed over the years, things that will remain the same and a lot of the things in the middle of that. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Louisiana Farm Bureau podcast. So joining me now is Wendell, Miley, and Matt Sergo. You guys have many hats you wear in Louisiana Farm Bureau. One of them is Holiday Shop, and tis the season. Yes. Holiday Shop is in full swing. Um, I guess before we go to where this began, tell us a quick little bit
0: about what Holiday Shop is. Well, Holiday Shop uh, is a program whereby we can sell... Mostly Louisiana produce products to our membership. It's another service to member program that we've been offering for many years. And uh, that's really, in summary, what it is uh, for our members.
1: And Matt, I know you've only been around for a few years of this and it's it's madness typically. But Wendell, what was it like? I mean, you haven't been here the entire time we've done Holiday Shop, have you? Yes, I have. You have. Yes, What was it like when it began? Where did this all
0: all start? It began, Carl, at our convention in New Orleans back in the summer of 1987. Florida Farm Bureau staff came, set up a booth at our convention, and tried to find out the interest of our membership there that came to our convention. Would they like to have something like that program that they've been doing in their state for many years in our state? purchasing fresh Florida citrus and peanut products uh, from them, making it available to our membership around the state of Louisiana. And uh, that's kind of where it began almost 36, 37 years ago. So originally it was Florida Farm Bureau finding a new market for their their farmers. Many of the states up north are big supporters of being able to get a citrus product out of uh, Florida. So they inquired with us and... uh, we began selling to our employees in 87, The, the I guess, December of 87. Then the next uh, fall, we offered it to our membership statewide. And then over the years, it went from the Florida Fruit Program to the Seasonal Specialties Program and now called the Holiday Shop Program. Well, very cool. Yep. So it started off just Florida products it and did. then it worked
1: its way into
0: Louisiana it products? It really did. And you know, the Florida uh, citrus uh, industry, they they had suffered um, disease and a hard freeze. As a matter of fact, the freeze of 89 devastated uh, the crop down there. So that's about the time we started uh, getting requests from growers here in Louisiana. There is some citrus grown down in Plaquemines Parish and a few other parishes, and there were growers down there, down there wanting to offer Louisiana-grown grapefruit and satsumas to yeah. our members and uh, continue to offer the Florida peanut products, but we transitioned at that time to just Louisiana-grown citrus products along with the peanut products.
1: And I mean, I'm sure, as you mentioned, it's evolved over the years. Yes. Yeah. Um, Matt, you've come along in the last few years, and now you're kind of helping uh, tame this beast. <laughs> I mean, it's it's <laughs> yes, a lot to is. keep straight when you got <laughs> 57 offices across the state that are making orders and whatnot. What, if, uh,
2: what what was your take when you came on and said, we do a what? Uh, it was a fun introduction, uh, to say the least. I had started in August uh, five years ago, so I had just kind of gotten my feet settled into the job. And then all of a sudden, Wendell came to me and was like, By the way, we also run this entire (laughs) program across the entire state. And here's what we're going to do. And I got acquainted with my uh, now infamous Excel sheet and kind of cleaned it up. And it's been great ever since. Um, Some years are less chaotic than others, but it's always a fun time of the year.
1: Yeah. You get to go around and visit. I know. I mean, I feel like I say a visit. It's probably not a very uh, casual, (laughs) like, let's catch up on life. But it is a it's an opportunity to get around the state and hear from parishes And I know it's probably a headache to hear from Paris's and stuff for both of you guys. And I don't mean that in a negative way. Just it's a lot to keep straight. This spreadsheet I would love to see. But what is it like? What do you hear from Paris's about, uh, you know, about these orders? And I don't know. This is for both of y'all, I guess.
0: I guess for the most part, very supportive uh, through the years. Uh, at sometimes, I guess delivery days have been hectic to try and get agents there, some some volunteers there to help unload the trucks to get the product out at the parish offices, and then the job of the secretaries of getting those members to come pick them up. But uh, you mentioned fun. It, it, we try and make it fun. Um, Matt and I and Harvey wear quite a few hats for the organization, and uh, this is one that it's not a year-long program for us. We get busy probably in September, Matt, and then all the way through the end of the year. So, four months, uh, we're pretty busy with conducting the Holiday Shop program. But uh, from a member perspective, I I think overall, there has been a lot of support for the program because it is quality product that we're bringing from the farm direct to our members. And uh, that's what we're most proud of. Yeah, this isn't an opportunity for farmers to get
1: rid of the 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 bad product, right? This that's is correct. They're that probably correct. putting, if I had to guess, their best foot forward, right? Absolutely. That's
2: what we tend to see. Um, and if there's things, some years we have fresh fruit, some years we don't. Uh, so Patrick Becknell, our citrus grower, as well as our citrus tree producer, um, if he doesn't have the absolute best that he can offer, then we'll just be like, okay, that's fine. We'll see what we can do next year. But even then, people still love the trees. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that what summed it up best about how people love the program was really the first year after COVID started to go away. So in 21, you had that freeze that happened that past February, Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden we did more trees than I think the program had ever done. Yes. It was close to nine hundred just with the trees themselves and yes. we were all kind of oh man this is this is a lot and that was quite a year for it. but it was great to see how many people decided you know i want I want to have this tree and just want to help continue to support the program.
1: yeah, that's really cool what is, uh, I was gonna lead into this, but what is that one of y'all's best sellers? I mean, is there a historically like
0: oh this is clearly the the number one product. What is that? Well, historically has been the fresh fruit, really the Satsuma. Uh, I I would say you know, a good contest probably between the naval orange and the satsuma. But with the disease issue down in Plaquemines Parish, you very rarely see any naval orange production anymore. The satsuma has done quite well to continue to, to survive, but um, those two have probably been the most popular over the years. And now with the availability of the trees, that's probably one of our bigger sellers. So we, at
1: one point, sold navel oranges or we do we still I'm I'm not I don't know the spreadsheet like y'all do <laughs> is navel orange still something that louisiana farmers are producing
0: because of the canker issue they had to bulldoze the the navel orange variety along with several other varieties down in the plaquemines parish area but the satsuma tree i think was strong enough to survive that particular disease but like i say even with Saltwater intrusion, hurricanes, freezes—it's—it's it's a difficult industry to survive on in Plaquemines Parish, mm-hmm. based on all those factors that they have to put up with to try and grow that crop. Well, and I know um, you actually do have a green thumb, Wendell, and uh,
1: when to this is a hard crop to keep alive. Yet we're still selling a ton of trees statewide. Yes. What I mean, are we just giving people trees and saying good luck? Hope I hope it works. Well. How does you know, that work? I,
0: th- I think the educational component, uh, typically we do go down and have a have a conversation with Patrick, and he will elaborate on some things that that members need to do to try and care for that tree. Plus, in our recent mail-out that we sent out to our pair secretaries, we included in there how to properly care for those trees because, um, like I say, they, um, they're very tender. The mm-hmm. Satsuma is the most cold-hardy, so all the other ones, uh, if you have a really difficult uh cold snap come through they're likely not to make it so uh, we're trying to impress upon the folks what they need to do to try and protect that tree whenever that time comes right um Matt you have right here next to me the the order
1: form I do yep. we've talked about some of the popular products like the I mean the the trees and stuff let's kind of go through this what do we have here? Uh, and is there any, any changes really from last year to this year?
2: So there's been a few. Um, on the tree side, what we've done traditionally in the past has been a selection of five-gallon trees and then typically one three-gallon tree that's, say, just a fruit tree in general. Um, what we decided this year, and we talked with Patrick, we're going to go to all three-gallon trees. That makes uh, transportation and delivery way easier. Uh, you think about just a couple years ago, Nine hundred trees. You take away two Ugh. gallons from that. That's a lot of space that we mm-hmm. save, and the trees are still just as beautiful and full as they can be. So those will all be three um, three gallons. We do have a change to our plum trees. That's going to be a Santa Rosa.
1: Real quick, Go. going
2: to three gallon. Does that
1: mean you're getting younger trees? And uh, how does that how does that affect? I don't know. I don't know how that works.
0: Uh, y- yeah, maybe somewhat of a younger tree. Maybe not quite as tall as a. One that comes in a five-gallon bucket because five-gallon bucket, you got two more gallons for root growth and Mm -hmm. get more growth on the tree itself. But uh, that truly is a decision that was made by our grower to really eliminate five gallons from what he's selling and go strictly just with the three-gallon bucket from his farm. Gotcha. Okay. So plums, we had a
1: change in variety.
2: Is that really what that is? We did. We just added a different plum tree, so now it's a Santa Rosa, as opposed to last year. I think it was a Japanese plum. Um, they tend to do really well. Uh, we kind of change those up every now and then, but the mainstays, the navels, satsumas, Meyer lemon, and blood orange, those are going to be the same. Um, again, no fresh fruit this year, um, maybe next year, but you know, we had, it's been a hard year mm-hmm. in general, uh, from cold snaps, even back in, was it February or January?
0: Yes, late um, February, early um, that March really was a really bad, bad uh, cold spell.
2: Oh. And pecan-wise, everything's relatively the same, except for the fact that we have removed pecan oil. Okay. Um, so the sales have kind of decreased in that over time. It's still a great product, um, but everything down to just shipping that oil can be kind of an issue with glass products. So we decided to replace it with a different uh, product called praline Crunch. And all it's going to be, it's going to look a lot like those candy pecans that people love so much, just kind of broken up smaller. They're... Perfect for putting on any kind of a dessert that's gonna be baked. Kind of a it's, topper or something. Yes. Or it's sweet potato casserole, ready oh, to go. Let's go, yes. let's go. Let's <laughs> go. Thanksgiving yet.
1: Yep. Um we do this every, every fall, every November, December window. And it's popular, at least with uh people I've talked with. And I know we do a little portion of it. Sorry for everybody that's gonna hear this. It's not staff, but we do a little staff gets a preview. We get some sweet potatoes and things like that what uh what are the timelines for this you know what are the deadlines do we have any major dates that we need to make sure we look at and and what's the process look like for actually ordering this
2: so um the order deadline is going to be Monday November 27th uh before noon to the parish office we also ask that the the parish offices then send their order form that day as well to us Just because that we have a shortened timeline to hit those delivery dates before December 12th and 13th. Uh, So we have to, in that time frame, figure out what everybody wants, what parish, where it's going to go, how the trucks are going to look. So whenever you place your order with your parish office, give them a call and tell them how much you want, what you want. And they'll let you know, hey, this is going to be either December 12th or 13th. The office, the parish offices, will then send us on a tally sheet that we sent them everything that's needed. Uh, so you'll also make your payments out to your parish offices, and just like you'll pick them up there. Uh, and then for us, really in the back end of the program, we're going to be focused on making sure that the the pecan products are shipped to the parish office, but your citrus trees as well as your uh, peanut products are going to be delivered by on trucks by us. Got you. So y'all are going to be
0: traveling the state. Yes, it's a busy it's a busy couple of days.
1: It's a busy I'm couple
0: days. Yeah. One, one big change to this year that we're a little bit concerned about simply because that has been our main avenue of letting our members know about the sale this year is the membership flyer because of cost involved in continuing to print that flyer, which included our order form for holiday shop that is not being mailed in our membership bills this year. So we were at our recent administrative assistance conference, and we tried to impress upon the ladies there that try and make sure you're doing an even better job of letting your membership know in your parish via email, phone calls, especially the guys our members that have really been – Uh, participants and really supportive of the program through the years, please make sure you remind them about getting their order in because uh, they're not going to see it in their membership bill this year. Right. So if I am a member
1: in Franklin Parish, I will call my parish office. That's
0: correct. And tell them I want, you know, two trees and you know, they'll hopefully have an open order form in front of them. And as you spit out what you want, they can fill it out for you or you can. And then they'll give you a total that you'll write a check to Franklin Parish Farm Bureau. Exactly. When you pick it up, it doesn't have to be in advance. Okay. And then
1: Franklin Parish will then pass along to the state office. That's
2: correct. After Matt sends the bill. Exactly. And if you're a little bit more tech savvy, too, and you want to save a phone call, you can go on to our website, LAFarmBureau.org, into the member benefits side. It's a great time to also familiarize yourself with everything your membership gets you. But that order form is going to be on the website there, and you can just print that out. It's interactive, so you can type, but you do have to still print it out and send it to your parish still office. Still needs to go through the parish right. office. Yes, we oh. don't oh. do They're online orders anymore. Yep. So
1: I can go online, I can fill out this exact form that you have right here in front of us yes pretty much and it'll fill in like the number of actually no not online just
0: print it out we oh, just print this yeah out. we've been down that road with doing online order forms
2: and it was really difficult I'll let Matt elaborate on that yeah so you can type in the information just print it and make sure that you send it to your parish office gotcha um the other option is you can also just print it out and write it in by hand if you want to do that as well yeah. um, it depends on how good your handwriting is but yes you can't just click a button and all of sudden your parish gets it
1: got you got yeah, to drop that, it off to them that sounds complicated anyways i don't know how all <laughs> the, the back end stuff works yep uh but so it sounds like the easiest thing might be just to tell people call your parish office let your let that's, your that's an
0: easy way to yep. do it let it the is. front desk
1: take care of things because sure. they they're they've been well versed on this for there years. usually is
0: one of the girls within that uh, office that handles the holiday shop program for, for that you. parish yep. good to know why why do we do this I mean, I know you mentioned it was something for Florida to kind of move product back in the day, but why do we continue to do this? Well, um, well, I think number one is um, because people like to consume things that are grown locally or within the state that they that they reside in, and uh, so, like I say, it started as a Florida Farm Bureau program. And we have pretty much whittled it down from most of the products that we got from them. We still do the peanut products. But now, and let me talk about this too, Carl. We have tried many Louisiana products in this program over the 36, 37 years we've done it. We used to do sweet potatoes statewide, sales went down somewhat, plus you had the potato weevil quarantine issue you had to deal with. So we now just sell a few sweet potatoes to our employees here in the building. But we have sold soybean candles, we've sold aromatic rices, we've sold honey, we've sold many different Louisiana-produced products we've tried to add to the program, but for what you see now on our order form, those are the things that truly have worked well for us through the years, everybody loves fruit. Everybody loves peanuts and pecans, a lot of good snack food, a lot of good pecan products for using for cooking. So, that's kind of what's worked well for us through the years. It's not a wide variety of different Louisiana-grown products that are being sold in the program, but this is what has continued to work well for us uh, to the present day with the program.
1: I guess I should also say this is this is not a Farm Bureau moneymaker for us, is it? I mean, really? Great,
2: great topic that you bring up. Matt, I'll let you elaborate on that one. Yeah. So really, um, the prices that you guys see on your order form is going to be really the bare minimum that we need to charge just to cover overhead. We don't take this program and try to make money off of it. In a perfect world, if we were to do everything just right, it would, make, it would net zero. Because mm-hmm. we want the members to know that, look, this is something that we like to do for them around the holidays. This is your membership being in action. And really... You know, if you see these prices, they're very competitive with anything you'd find in the store. And that money goes directly to the producers and the consumers. Even one thing that's nice too is that to help the secretaries, uh, we even give them a smaller discount on top of that to kind of go, look, thank you for your help with the program. Here's some of the money back to you, even to the secretaries that are making this whole thing happen. Because really, we sit here and do a lot of the work in the background. But those parish offices are the ones that communicate with their members when they have questions. Any kind of issue that comes up, they let us know. But they're really the ones that make this program happen, in my opinion. Yeah.
0: You know, just comparably speaking, citrus trees, I guarantee you, you can't go to a local nursery anywhere in Louisiana and buy the tree that we're providing for that price. Probably ten to fifteen dollars more per tree than what we're able to sell it direct from our grower to our members across the state of Louisiana. So we're proud of that fact. I'm looking as well. at the
1: price for anyone listening. Yeah. They're thirty four, twenty-nine dollars. There's a I mean that's that's a great price it's for a, great a tree price. for a three it gallon is. tree. It's,
0: um it's very it's a little bit above wholesale just to take care of our Transportation costs and other right. things that we have to spend. Uh,
1: In a sense, we're cutting out the middleman, being the grocery store and distribution. So we are, I guess, right. acting as that. I say we <laughs> yep. as if I'm going to carry a bunch of trees around the state. <laughs> but, but, I mean, really, we are kind of cutting out the middleman and, and connecting these farmers and consumers,
0: That's and, exactly which right. is what we talk about all the time. From that, the farm direct to the uh, to the member. Yep. What's the future?
1: Is there is there a future for this? I mean, I know you've seen it evolve over years. Wendell, have y'all talked about like how does this evolve? How can we make this continue to make it better? I mean, or is it just? I mean, it's a well-oiled machine, or it's getting.
0: And I think it is. I I think it's a well-oiled machine. Like I said earlier, we we've tried to diversify and tried to uh, add products, Louisiana-grown products, to that order form for many years. And uh, as I guess the new wore off and uh, sales went down, we. we we pretty much have narrowed it down to citrus products, pecan products, and continuing with the Florida Farm Bureau peanut product uh, offer. That's really cool.
2: I think technology is great uh, in allowing certain parts of the program to uh, to kind of run more smoothly, but I don't think you'll ever be able to do away with the person-to-person contact that this program in particular provides. It's hard not to get in the Christmas spirit or holiday spirit, um, especially when we're out delivering the trees, but also to talk to the secretaries. And then even a lot of times you have members waiting there to pick up the trees because they want to get home and immediately get that tree, you know, and bring it to their loved ones. So I don't think you'll ever be able to have the program not have that person-to-person communication, which in my opinion is always a win.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. When you said that a minute ago about the secretaries making this thing run, that's one of the things that I thought about is the PR guy in me said, well, man, this is a cool opportunity to get people to the office, to the parish office
2: and not to upsell
1: them, but just to interact. And that's that's what we love about convention. We love about any kind of conference. We can get everybody together. This is another opportunity for people to connect. And I think that's, that's a cool aspect. And I think that should stick around. It sounds terrible and don't this is on audio now, so I guess I got to stick with it. But I think I want to come along with y'all for a, uh, uh, that that would with, be a, with cool a camera, ride. with yeah, a camera. Sure. We'll have you. you might yeah. have that, to lift a box or two though. Well, we're all no, all I'm all saying with a camera. Yeah. I got to hold okay. a camera, you know, yeah. take pictures, document. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, I really appreciate you guys. Um, if you're interested in Holiday Shop, in the show notes, I'll put links to all this. And Great. we actually have stories from years past. We've done stories for this week in Louisiana agriculture probably every year. I found some stuff in the archives, Wendell, of you with a different haircut. It was great, but we've done stories for a long time kind of highlighting this member benefit, this this part of what we do at Farm Bureau. So I'll, I'll link a few of those in the show notes as well. So, guys, thank you all for joining me. Thanks for sharing what you do. Thanks for all the hard work that you all are, are, have already done, but it's about to get more busy. So thank you all for that. Thanks for listening and Matt, Wendell, thank you guys so much for joining me on the podcast and for all the work that you guys do during this busy time of year to make sure that Louisiana Farm Bureau members have some really great, unique local gifts that they can provide to their family and loved ones. Like I said in the episode, if you want to learn more about the holiday shop and see what's on the list this year for gifts that you can have delivered right to your parish office, check out the show notes and we will have links down there for you. Also, you must be a Louisiana Farm Bureau member to participate. So now's a great time to grab a membership. Of course, there are many other perks like Matt mentioned to membership. So I'll have a link to that all in the description of this episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. We will see you again right here next week.